0: Last word on health. On today, FM. With Benalyn, non drowsy, chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label. Very sadly, we've had two children die on this island of strep A in the past week. Uh, One in the north of Ireland, one in the Republic, and serious concerns now for so many parents about the health and safety of their children. So we've decided to return to the topic with Dr. Brian Higgins today for his weekly Last Word in Health Spot. Uh, Brian, thanks for joining us. This Strep A is not a new bacteria or infection, is it? It's something that many people have had over the years.
1: I know. Strep A is a really common infection. And as we know, kids on average will get sick maybe 8 to 12 times a year. And the vast majority of those infections are viral. Um, So maybe a child might get a a bacterial infection, maybe in only about one in every 20 infections, it'll be bacterial. And of those bacterial infections, uh, streptococcus or group A strep or strep um, is one of the most common infections. And it usually presents as strep throat or tonsillitis. And it's actually called strep pyogenase because it produces pus. And when you look in the throat of somebody with a streptococcal infection, you'll usually see this, what we call a pustular exodus or white spots on the back of the throat. And um, I think for any, like our, our hearts go out to the parents, those those two poor children who, who passed away. Um, it's absolutely tragic. And I can understand how scared parents are when they see this being reported but it's very very important to remember that any bacterial infection can make a child very very sick and as far as we know there's been no change to the group A strep uh, bug and we do get um, group A strep passed in the community and we don't think there's been any significant change to that bug and that it's not pretty, any more dangerous, but probably because of now that children are back and we're all a little bit looser in, in our social distancing and potentially in our hand hygiene, it's just that this bug, which is spread through saliva and sneezing and droplets, is just being transferred more And with any illness, there will be a percentage of children getting very, very sick or adults getting very, very sick as well. And just when we see more of us in the community, sadly, we'll see more people who get very sick. But that doesn't mean that the bacteria has gotten any more dangerous.
0: Is it the very young and the very old who are vulnerable to very serious illness and potentially death as a result of strep A?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So with any infection, so as we are, when children are very young, when they're less, especially less than three months, um, their immune system, they're really reliant on the antibodies that they've received from their mother in utero utero, uh, that protect them up to about six months and their own immune system is really only developing. And then as people age, uh, their immune system just functions less well so what we talk about invasive infection or invasive group a strep or the other term might be sepsis and usually what happens in a bacteria is and how i often uh, describe the difference between bacteria and viruses with parents is with viruses kids are kind of sick all over they've got a runny nose they've sore ears they have a sore throat they have a cough they're feverish they might have a rash they're kind of sick everywhere with uh, a uh, bacterial infection kids tend to be sick in one spot they might have a really sore throat but no cough no runny nose or they have a really sore ear with no runny nose or no cough or they might have a chest infections so they might have an infection in their lung again but the throat is fine and the nose is fine with invasive um, uh, bacterial infections what happens is that bacteria almost breaks through the the protective mechanisms the bodies have out of that one site and when it spreads across the body there's a very, very significant immune reaction trying to fight that. And and uh, any patient with those invasive infections can get very sick. And it's more likely if there is uh, some underlying, uh, what we refer to as an immunodeficiency, where just the immune system isn't quite as comp- competent as it should be.
0: Okay. How do you fight a bacterial infection? Can you do it with antibiotics?
1: Well, the the really interesting thing is that a lot of... We always have to remember that we generally have a really good immune system and a lot of the time even when we have a bacterial infection the body is able to treat it but the difference between a bacteria and a virus is we have treatments for bacteria so when we identify an infection as bacterial we will treat with antibiotics and the reason we do that is one to shorten the length of the infection so if a a a a, streptococcal sore throat could have someone sick for two weeks three weeks until the immune system is able to clear it whereas with a bacteria with an antibiotic we could potentially reduce that uh, tonsillitis up down to a few days but also as well we reduce the risk of those invasive bacterial infections so the truth is, is there's a proportion of people with bacterial infections who would get better if we never prescribe them antibiotics but we almost always prescribe Antibiotics to reduce the risk of invasive infections,
0: but presumably there's lots of people with these infections at present who aren't getting antibiotics because they can't get to the doctor or can't get an appointment with the doctor.
1: It's incredibly challenging. Like we we're lucky in so far as that we a big, we were a quite a big centre, and we've been able to um, adapt our diary to provide same day and urgent appointments for our patients as much as as possible. Um, but unfortunately, there, there's been a. There's, we all know there's a shortage of healthcare providers and. Unfortunately, no shortage of sick people needing care. So with that imbalance, especially some people are, some surgeries are really struggling to to offer those uh, urgent appointments. I I don't ever think there's a doctor who will refuse to see a very young child or a very um, elderly person who could be at very high risk of getting very sick, we'll almost always squeeze them in no matter how busy we are. But unfortunately for an otherwise well adult, they may just have to wait a day or two before they're seen in some centres or they might have to rely on an out of uh, hours co-op, which isn't ideal either.
0: Should anyone who's got one of these infections at present be staying home from play school or school or even from work?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think one thing COVID has taught us is that um, if you have an infection, you probably shouldn't give it to anybody else. And certainly what we're seeing is that the, uh, the it's assumed at the minute that the increased um, uh uh, death rates that we're seeing are they, they, they increase the increased number of people who've passed away from this illness it's more to do with their social interactions as opposed to a change in the illness
0: well, sorry and i, I would suggest then brian people are saying well this shows that lockdowns actually weakened people's immunity rather than getting the normal everyday colds and infections which they fight off that almost this cocooning effect has perhaps made people more vulnerable what do you think of that
1: Well, I think as a species, we have a negativity bias. So things that are potentially negative will always affect us more than things that are positive. So we tend to see potential negatives a lot clearer than positives. And I think that's an assumption that people are making. But there's not necessarily any evidence to prove it. And um, I'm sure it's something that we'll be able to look back at in the future. But I, I would think it's unlikely because we definitely saw... Pre-2017, I think there was four deaths from uh, group A strep in the UK. Um, And now it's in 2018 or 2022, there's been eight or nine, which isn't across an entire population, isn't a a massively statistically significant increase in numbers. Um, So we, we would expect if there was we had an entire population, cocooning and if that was to affect their immune system you would imagine you would see much 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 higher numbers of people getting very sick which which we're not seeing
0: thank you very much dr brian higgins for joining us from galway today the last word with matt cooper weekdays from 4 30